Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a very, very happy uh, Coleman Had a Dream podcast. Uh, I'm currently sat in the centre of Cardiff in the glorious sunshine uh, at four o'clock, still nursing my hangover. Uh, Ruth, where are you? Talk to me. How are you doing? <laughs> very, very good. I'm still podcasting from the truck. You know, it's what life, <laughs> what life is about. Um, but yeah, not quite as hungover as you. Um, the events were rather earlier in the day. So I kind of worked that sort of worked through the system by bedtime. Um, but no, no, doing good, doing good. I think uh, I think most of Cardiff I have seen today is hungover. I think I've seen a lot of people walking around with whale shirts on, with uh, with large bags under their eyes. So uh, I, I don't think I'm the only one there. Um, we just wanted to do a, a, a brief a brief chat, really, because I think it would be daft not to not to do something about what what we saw last night and just. You know, I'm sure we've all got stories to tell and, uh, and laughs to have, but it was just a phenomenal occasion. And I think it deserves us having a little chat about it. So we'll start, Ruth. I already know the answer to this question, but can you tell me where you watched the match, please? <laughs> you just want to embarrass me, don't you? And then you can go on all your good <laughs> stories. So I was, having trouble, I was having trouble getting connected here and getting enough of, of a good signal. So I came back to the library, which is actually where we've, we've done most of podcasting from recently. And, and the ladies there were like, oh, are you podcasting again? And I was like, uh, no. And I explained what was going on. And they were like, you're going to do what? So they actually found <laughs> a little a little room, a sort of little like broom cupboard room that I could hide in and still scream and bounce around while I was watching the game. So I'm very grateful to the staff at Sisters library who, who got me through a bit of a sticky patch yesterday so so but so not quite as eventful as your day I imagine <laughs> yes I, I I did have a cracking day yesterday we got uh, we went out nice and early because uh, we thought it'd be rammed which it was obviously but we wanted to get a nice seat in the sunshine so we went to the city arms outside the city arms in the sun for a few hours uh, then uh, went and got some food and went to uh, went to the Romney Beer Garden and had a couple of drinks there before heading to the match. Um, it was just it was just unbelievable, really. Like a fantastic day in the sunshine, so good natured. Like the Austrians were around singing a few songs. There's, um, you know, lots of uh, very you know very drunk people, but having a very good time, which was uh, which was great. And then obviously got into the match, um, just absolutely amazing, really. The, the atmosphere. I I was there in time for the anthem, um, but not much else um the hues were massive to get in but we eventually got in you know managed to managed to be there for the anthem and sing our songs and uh yeah it was at the opposite end of the go- the go- uh, of the pitch sorry for the free kick but the second goal was right in front of us as well so very very lucky had a had a fantastic evening and uh yeah really really enjoy it what, rather than tell rather than me just talk about this why why don't you tell me how good you think that first goal was <laughs> Well, I think like a lot of people, like even like on the, I was listening on the radio and a combination of um, ESPN who had Jane Ludlow on as their um, color commentator, oh, really? actually, which I thought was a step a step forward by ESPN standards. That's cool. Um, and of course, her insight, her insight was wonderful. Uh, but um, yeah. you know, everybody's like, "Oh, right, well, this 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 could be a moment," and everybody's kind of like on edge and I, I could feel myself like tensing up like well this this could be it this could be it and I think I mean we know we can strike a dead ball we know we can take a free kick but oh my god that was beautiful it was just <laughs> a blime <laughs> absolutely unreal uh, and uh, yeah like from our perspective in the ground we like we were at the other end so we were quite low down in the canton so we didn't have the best view of it and it was one of those where we have a little game, me and my mates, wall stand or goal when someone has a free kick and we just kind of look to each other. It's like, well, it's the first 
first moment he's had in the match really to have the ball, I was just like, this is going straight in the stand. Uh, or, and someone else was just like, yeah, this is going straight in the wall. And then, of course, he does what he does and he just sort of clip the crossbar and go in. And I think our first thought, I don't even think everyone, like my, me and my mates, like we obviously went nuts, but like more laughing than anything else because we can't believe that what we've just seen has just happened. And the ball's flown into the net and everyone just erupted and just went crazy afterwards. It was an amazing experience. And after that, I thought, you know, Austria may have had a lot of the ball, but I don't think they particularly did much with it. We didn't look under a real threat, obviously, apart from that chance they had in the first, what was it, five minutes or so, which they really should have scored. Um, and after that, I don't really think we looked under under any kind of particular threat. I thought we just kind of let them have the ball, but controlled what what happened and how it how it happened. And I thought, yeah, I mean, that, you know, we had chances on the break as well. Ramsey's. I didn't realise quite at the time till watching that back this morning just how good a save the keepers made on that on that Ramsey chance on the break. I thought I thought that was a great save at the time. I thought he just put it into the side netting, but it's mm-hmm. a super save from the keeper. Yeah, yeah, I think I don't. Listening to the commentary on, on Radio Wales, it took them a, a minute or two to realise that he'd actually made a save. Um, yeah, a, a very good one at that. And uh, and there were, you know, there were there were chances. James had a few times when he when he went through on goal, obviously. And and he's not he's not a striker. I think we've got to acknowledge that. I know yeah. there seemed to be a bit of talk on Twitter yesterday about the chances he didn't take, but. I think we've got to remember what his, what his forte is and what it isn't yeah. as well. Um, Absolutely. I thought, he, I, and I thought, yeah, I know he didn't score. He didn't take those chances. And there was, there was one in particular that second half, I think was a frustration where I think he tried to cut across the defender and then do the keeper, but he just took one touch too many. It was just that little bit too far in front of him. And it, yeah. and it kind of obviously didn't, didn't work out. That, that was the only one I think was frustrating. I think because everything else, he had a good shot on, on target and, uh, and, and, you know, and ultimately, I think his work rate, everything he did, you know, his harrying and hassling, I think, was so important and, you know, made such a difference and made such an impact. Um, and I do think that, you know, on another day, we could have been 4 nil up and like it wouldn't have been unreasonable just how, just by how clear the chances were. But it is what it is. And ultimately, we just needed to win. And, you know, Bale scores that second goal. And I, I thought at that point, I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. This The game is done. It's done and dusted. And we're just going to see this out. And obviously, we had the heart, heartache in the last 20 minutes. But yeah, I mean, again, the second goal, as as, as we've discussed before, I'm, you know, I'm not big on short corners, but uh, I, think I'll, uh, I think I'll let them off on this one. I know there was a couple of times, we, there weren't many corners in the game at all, actually, when you look at it. And there was, I think, the two or three we did have all seemed to be short and I'm like oh god here we go again more more short corners and then and then that that cross came in and it's like oh okay and then you realize who's <laughs> on the end of it and it's like yes um, yeah <laughs> and it's a, I mean it's a great finish it's the you know it's probably the one spot that the goalie's going to have trouble covering the swivel it's all just it's all just perfect um, yeah going on to what you were saying about the last 20 minutes I think you know, we were talking in the pre-prod about how I've got to try and let that that little nasty demon that's on my shoulder that keeps just saying like Scotland, Romania, <laughs> <laughs> Russia, and how I've got to kind of let that go. Um, yeah. When when that ball went in off on Ben Davies, there was a whole load of kind of karmic stuff that washed over me. Like here we go again. Yeah. Of all yeah. people. 
of you know <laughs> like the world is turning in that direction you know it, it, and 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 so i that last 20 minutes i spent in this kind of like it's happening again what it's gonna do us again yeah. and then when the penalty that free kick i don't know how much of that you've seen dave but that free kick of bales that hit the edge of um the wall um hits a bit yeah and his his arm definitely moved out from his body you know his he, yeah it sort of swung at an angle where it came away from his body and and I, and I was like well of course here we go again we're not going to get the penalty we deserve and yeah and the irony was that we weren't actually they weren't making many opportunities in that 20 minutes it what it wasn't like we were actually hanging on um you know there weren't those kind of like moments where you needed something we needed something scrabbled off the line or Hennessy had to make a great save or you know there was a last last ditch tackle it wasn't actually that sort of 20 minutes we we stayed incredibly composed which is one of the things I wanted to really sort of emphasize in this in this discussion I think that's what impressed me the most for 90 minutes we were nothing but composed and I, I think that's so telling of where we are now where we where we would have been, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a very good point. I haven't thought, I, I mean, from my perspective, I, I did think we looked, I don't want to say panicked because that's the wrong word, but there were definitely spells mm -hmm. where you were just like, just put the ball in the corner and someone yeah. would like, have a, have a, try and have a shot on goal, take someone on. And it's just like, oh my God. Or <laughs> we're trying, you know, basically you, there's a simple pass on and instead someone pumps it down the line and you're just like, what are you doing? But, you know, I think that is more, the, I mean, if we're being brutally honest, combination of nerves and and, and alcohol at that moment. If I'm if I'm being honest, you just kind of your sense of being rational about the situation dissipates. Um, but I mean, looking back and what I've seen this morning, um, you you have to agree. You know, we were we did do everything we needed to do. There was a little chance right at the end, lovely little back heel, and, uh, and someone's come across and made a great tackle and. Uh, ben Davis eventually hooked the ball away, and I, I, that was the only thing that I thought, "Oh God!" But in actual fact, looking back at that, that was actually the only kind of big moment in inverted commas. Because even the goal has just come from nothing, really. So it's not like someone's had a shot and there's a couple of lunges going into, and, you know, it just ends up in the back of the net just through pressure. It was not a great shot, probably going wide, and Ben Davis just end up having it, having it loop, you know, loop over Hennessy. Very unlucky in the way he's done that. But um, yeah, just to go back to the goal uh, very briefly. Um, I just wanted to tell you, well, retell the story that I, I told you before we started. When when the second goal went in, everyone around us like was bedlam, and I like I've watched it back just to look at the crowd again this morning because it was just carnage. Um, and like if you're looking at the crowd, it's not like like people say limbs and scenes, but this was genuine limbs and scenes. Like it's just there are body parts everywhere and I turned around to hug my mate and we were bouncing around screaming at each other and three blokes just arrive horizontally um and land at our feet in our in our row of the ground i just have no idea where they came from they just turned up they just arrived in the middle of the madness of the goal and we kind of picked them up and then everyone started celebrating and going nuts again and they were all kind of they stayed in our little area then for the rest of the match it was just it was bonkers atmosphere and uh yeah i got kind of got to the pub after the match i was like oh bloody hell i've got a big cut on my arm absolutely no idea how that happened whatsoever uh so that was interesting and entertaining but yeah it was uh, it was fantastic i gotta say i did this two things i wanted to say just briefly uh before we carry on and just talking about how great gareth bale is was um there was a bloke in front of us at the match and i didn't i didn't say 
um, you know, ask him if he listened to it, to our podcast. I thought that's a bit of an odd thing to do. Um, but the guy, I, if I, if you were referred to as Big Tall Hugh um, for the most of the match last night, uh, then I, I apologise in advance because I spent the last 10 minutes basically like resting on this man's shoulders. He was like six foot six. He was massive. I couldn't see over him properly from the row behind. So I was just leaning into his shoulders. Uh, and he, he was a very, very nice man uh, from Bangor uh, in University in Cardiff. So I apologise. Uh, big tall Hugh, probably even calling you big tall Hugh wasn't great but um my personal highlight though was there were these two little boys behind us with their dad um and when the first goal went in it was so chaotic the boys kind of looked a bit shocked and stunned so we had a bit of a chat to them at half time and uh, had a bit of banter with their with their dad and uh, i said to one i said to the boy what do you think what's, what's the score going to be and he went 2-1, Wales going to win 2-1 and I was just like, oh I'm not sure I'm ready for 2-1 you know, 1-0 up, they get a goal back, it's, that's too heartbreaking for me and then when we scored the second goal, obviously this, I kind of everyone was jumping around, when Austria scored the set their, their first goal and we went 2-1 up, I kind of turned around and like, you know, muttered awful words under my breath and I just turned up and there's this 8 year old boy looking at me just going I told you it'd be 2-1, I was just like that's absolutely brilliant um, uh, but the, the reason I tell that is because like they, these lads have never, like I've just like, well, Wales going to win tonight. I was like, of course Wales going to win tonight. And they've never known anything other than Wales being absolutely brilliant. And that sea change, if you like, um, in how people perceive and, and watch and think of Welsh football is so different from you and I. You're talking about the, the person on your shoulder there. Like, that, that never goes away, does it? And um, for them, they don't have that sort of baggage or mental block like we do. And it was... It was amazing. These kids were like, yeah, it's going to be absolutely fine. Bouncing around the place. I'm having an absolutely fantastic night. Um, and that I, I really enjoyed that sea change and seeing that in their faces and everything else. I thought it was a, it was a real difference in, in, you know, of all the things we were talking about as well. So, yeah, just a fabulous evening. I, like, I'm talking a lot now. Sorry, I'm waffling. But I, um, I, I, there was a lot of things that I felt like exercised a lot of demons in my, in my football supporting mind last night. And hanging on to that and doing what we needed to do. And Gareth Bale proving again that he's the greatest footballer that Wales ever produced, probably the Britain's ever produced, and doing it when it matters. It was just a perfect storm of everything. It was just an absolutely magnificent evening. And I'm so glad that I came home. Um, it, was, uh, it was something that was a, a, a real once, once, I want to say once in a lifetime, I've used that phrase a million times, but um, it really was. And it was just a fun, absolutely amazing evening and the noises and the scenes afterwards were something that will live very, very long in the memory, I can tell you. Yeah, I think that's, that's an interesting point about like the atmosphere and the build-up and the attention and, you know, what the FAW have been doing and singing, the singing in the game and, you know, David Uran before the game and all that sort of thing. I think there was a time when that kind of emphasis and energy might have actually been quite sapping to the players and and become a bit of a pressure cooker whereas now yeah. it's actually it's a way of showing that we're all in this together and we're going to do this together and we are to coin the phrase stronger together you know it's just yeah it it, it actually doesn't become a pressure situation does it it becomes a celebration and I think, yeah. I think that mindset is quite an interesting switch as well. And it goes to what you were saying about those kids behind you. For them, for them that seems like a perfectly normal thing to yeah. be happening, doesn't it? You know? And I, and I yeah. do think there is a sea change. And I think regardless of what happens in June, there is a, there is a sea change in 
both our expectations as fans, but also in the in the maturity and the sort of composure and the and the and the togetherness of, of the team as well. And I mean team in the biggest sense of the word. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think, you know, I think it's maybe even I think last night, maybe even the time where I think I've let go of a few of my inhibitions about it all. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I think I think this might actually happen. You know, I, you know, we were talking after the match, who, who do you prefer? And I was just like, do you know what? I'm, I think we, I think we'll be either of them. I, I don't really care. I think I think we'd be either. And just to have that uh, in your in your mind, even is a is novel and fairly amazing thing. So. Um, yeah, it was it was just it was unbelievable. And um, who 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 kind of really stood out for you? I mean, obviously, no, we know Bale scored the goals, but was there anyone else who really stood out for you? You thought it was just uh, a, a top performer on the night. Um, I thought Rodden played very well. I thought Ramsey played very well. Allen had another great game in that kind of um, inconspicuous way that he always seems to. You know, he was yeah he. he I think he he and uh, he and Ramsey actually I think controlled things um, pretty well in the centre. It was it was clear that that was the route that the Austrians wanted to take. And there was about twenty minutes in the first half where they probably well they obviously had the better of us and they had the possession, although they didn't produce a great deal. You know, other than that very early chance that hit the bar. Yeah, we were lucky there. Um, there was also a point where Wilson. Wilson got his yellow card and, and looking at that on the TV, I think, that, you know, he, he might have been lucky it was only a yellow. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I think I think the, the referee was kind of letting quite a bit go, sometimes yeah. to our benefit, sometimes not. And I think actually it might have been a little bit to our benefit on that on that. One. Yeah. Um, not that I'm not saying it was it was a, you know, a clear cut one, but you've seen situations where it, that might have been a red. Um, yeah. So I think, to be honest, I don't think any, I think everybody basically played not necessarily to their potential, but to their kind of eight out of 10 level. And I think yeah. everybody was ticking over at that level, which if you've got all 11 of them doing that, then, then obviously something's right. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I, I totally agree about Ramsey. Uh, and Rodden in particular, I thought like you, you used the word orchestrated before the match, mm-hmm. not necessarily in the sense that he had the ball all the time and was doing all these things all the time, but in the sense that he very clearly seemed to be helping control the game with, you know, it, with and without the ball, mm-hmm. um, which is a really difficult skill and something that I thought he did excellently uh, last night. He really kind of took charge of the game, I would say, um, and performed, performed really, really well. And I think there's a lot of people as well who are kind of in that sort of... Uh, sphere who kind of didn't have an impactful game in the sense they didn't score a lot but like Dan James for example who mentioned earlier missed the chances yeah okay he did miss the chances yeah he you know he, he could have put us 4-0 up at one point um, but his effort and work rate and his, his, his ability to be a willing runner at all times and be on the shoulder and selflessly chase things around okay he didn't have the impact in terms of the goal that he probably could have or should have but in terms of what the impact that they had on the game as a whole, I thought, I thought, you know, he was another one who maybe wasn't a standout, but did everything that he needed to and made the difference. And I'd say Bale maybe didn't do the pressing that maybe you would want someone like that to do, but he didn't need to because you've put the ball in front of him twice and he's absolutely ripped the net off. So, you know, it's, it's something that is, you know, everyone kind of did what they needed to do on the day, which I think is, uh, which is important. And like, you know, talk about growing as well. That's a real sign of growth, isn't it? That we're, 
you know, we're able to kind of turn up. No one needs to have a standout, fantastic game, but everyone needs to do their bit well, and, and everyone did. And there was no real, there was no really, no real qualms about it. I don't think either. I think there was no question marks. There's no one you could say, oh bloody hell, he had a stinker. I thought everyone kind of really contributed in a in a really positive way to the game and had a really positive impact on on the outcome of the game as well. Yeah, no, I I can't disagree with that. As I was saying, you you feel like everybody was, and I, there are times as well when you you can try too hard and I think and, and can, it can be counterproductive and I think one of the things we're seeing yeah. now is a confidence in each other that they don't have to like rush to cover each other and they don't have to there doesn't have to be three of them on a particular player or you know what I mean there's that, yeah. that, that kind of um, awareness of their strength as a unit as well and and I think they therefore then they complement each other better because they're not treading on each other's toes and encroaching into responsibilities and that sort of thing that you can see happen sometimes when people are just working too hard at something. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I, you know, all in all, just an absolutely fantastic day, night. I've got a hilarious sunburn mark on my arm, which never happens in March, certainly not in Cardiff. Um, so it was, you know, just a, a perfect way to spend a day, topped off in a perfect way and ended up, ended up having a, a few nice drinks and uh, enjoying ourselves and um, just singing, singing songs on Chippy Lane at one o'clock in the morning was uh, a very wonderfully <laughs> drunkenly joyous experience, as you can hear in my uh, what is remaining of my voice um, today. Um, so, yeah, just a fantastic one. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to overdo this because I think I'll end up no. just waffling and being overly emotional about this situation. Um, let's, but let's... Uh, and we are going to do a proper chat afterwards, aren't we? Yeah, let's let's wrap up and then next week we'll we'll come back and do a more sort of analytical look at look at the game because <laughs> yeah. I think I think there are I think there are I think there are things to be said about the game as well. I think we're we're giddy happy, but I think I think there are you know some pluses and minuses that were demonstrated in the game as well. That we yeah, definitely. Out a bit more. Yeah, definitely. And but I think the thing to remember, last thing I will say is is that ultimately we needed to win and we won. And I think come what may. That's all that I think we need to we need to say for today. As you say, you know, we can we can dig into a few more things soon. But uh, for today, I think that's the important thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Let's leave it there. Well, you, you can go and be giddy and show off your suntan. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, sunburn, not suntan. Uh, two very different things, right? In my, especially with my nose. Um, anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as as uh, as we've said, there we'll be back with a full kind of. Review soon. We'll be looking at the friendly match, uh, which is going to be against the Czech Republic on Tuesday, uh, as well as everything that has gone on around this. So we will be in touch with you again very soon. But thank you for listening and uh, well done, Wales. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was a good one.